Hi, everyone. I know recently we announced we were going to two episodes a week and then three episodes a week. But you know what? There are just too many episodes. So we are going to back to five episodes a week. Still a reduction from seven, but there were just too many interviews scheduled, and I didn't want to make all the authors wait for too long. So I hope you can keep up with me. Listen to one a week as you're on your way to work or on your way home or putting your kids to bed or whatever it is you're doing. Moms don't have time to read books now five times a week. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. If you like this podcast, you will love my new anthology called Moms Don't Have Time to Have Kids. Check it out, and you'll hear from 49 authors about all sorts of things moms don't have time to do. All the authors have been on this podcast. Also, check out my TikTok, at with Zibby and Tracy, my other podcast, Sex Talk with Zibby and Tracy. Check out Moms Don't Have Time to Write on Medium. And of course, my new publishing company called Zibby Books. And now back to our daily author interview site and a quick hello from some of my kids. Hi. Hi. Hello. Enjoy the show. Richard Antoine White is the author of I'm Possible, a story of survival, a tuba, and the small miracle of a big dream. Richard began his tuba studies at the Baltimore School for the Performing Arts, where he graduated with honors. He went on to receive his bachelor's degree at the Peabody Conservatory of Music and his master's and doctoral degrees at Indiana University. Dr. White, sorry, I called him Richard before. Dr. White was principal tubist of the New Mexico Symphony Orchestra from 2004 until its untimely demise in 2011. He is now principal tubist of the Santa Fe Symphony and is in his 10th season as principal tubist of the New Mexico Philharmonic. He enjoys teaching at the University of Mexico, where he is associate professor of tuba slash euphonium. Welcome, Richard. Thank you so much for coming on Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books to discuss I'm Possible, a story of survival, a tuba, and the small miracle of a big dream. Hi, it's a pleasure to be here today. Thank you. (laughs) It's an awesome subtitle and an awesome book. So there you go. <laughs> I appreciate you. Um, so why don't you tell listeners what your book is about, which is really your whole life story. But anyway, <laughs> tell them what inspired you to make it into a memoir. 
So I guess the the title started with I'm possible. And the idea is that it's against all odds. And in the book, I say that I want everyone to read it and feel like they are a superhero because sometimes in life, I feel like everyone needs to make the decision to be their own hero. And the thing I like about heroes is that if you're a hero, it signifies that you can conquer limitations or there are no limitations. And I really just like that. Um, the book talks about my journey, you know, born homeless on the streets of Baltimore, uh, some challenges, some normal challenges and some different challenges, much like any normal kid. My day consisted of playing and enjoying things, uh, but a uh, few things that are different. Sorry, the dogs are barking. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> uh, were different in that I had to really get my nourishment from the environment around because we didn't have a home. And at the end of the day, it was my job to find my mom, which some days I was successful and some days I wasn't successful. And the book travels through that journey with my relationship with my mom. And the most, uh, the most poignant thing I want people to get from the book is the village that helped me from those triumphs and those struggles from my mom. Uh, there was a village every friend, every stranger, every teacher, every mentor. I tried to credit them in the book because the village, I believe, you know, you hear this saying, it takes a village. And the village that helped me, I think is remarkable because the one thing they have in common is that none of them ever gave up on me. Wow. Uh, after that, it travels through my education and my career. And ultimately I made history by becoming the first African-American in the world to get a DM in tuba performance which is incredible. Uh, and uh, against all odds, I, I made it into the New Mexico Symphony, which is now New Mexico Philharmonic. I hope that that's a really brief synopsis, but that's good. <laughs> fast forward, you know, we can, we can unpack some of that if we, <laughs> um, well, it was really amazing the way you talked about growing up and waking up and there was a scene you wrote about where you would wake up in front of a, a tree and you'd be like, okay, well, where's mom today? And then you'd go have to like pick yourself up at the roots of a tree and literally just go try to find her. And that um, the one scene where you were a baby, which you don't remember, but uh, when you were crying and the, the people heard you crying and had to come rescue you in the house. And I mean, this is like, this is tough stuff, right? This is like, you're in it as a child. Yes. Um, and you know, go ahead. You, do it all. I'm often asked, would I change anything? And the answer is absolutely not. It was the hand I was dealt and I played it to the best of my ability. And if I change anything, I might not be the person that I am today. And I'm okay with the person that I am today. doesn't mean, uh, you know, I don't have my own faults, but, you know, I'm working on them and, and I'm proud of who I am. I saw a word the other day, uh, flossom. And flossom means an awesome person that understands they have faults, but's working on them. I'm like, what an incredible word, <laughs> whether it's a real word or not, but it's really awesome. You know what? You and I, you and I are just going to decide to make it a word today. From now on, I'll start using it. You start using it. And you know, who's to say, I mean, that's how it starts. Um, well, I mean, most people have flaws and faults. Like there's, yes. it's hard, it's hard to find someone who doesn't. Um, and I guess in truth, we're all really products of our environment. And who's to say if we <laughs> would have been better? I mean, I can't imagine you achieving anything more, right? Like, let's pretend you had been born into a different environment. You know, well, I, you already I, I always feel behind. 
you reach the heights of your career, <laughs> but you can't go any higher, in other words. So that that is true. But there are new endeavors. I always go behind. I have a huge bucket list. And, you know, one of the saddest things to realize in life is that, you know, you get to an age and you realize I'm not going to do everything I want to do in this life. Yeah, that's that's a sad thought. But at the same time, it also puts things in perspective to say, well, let me cross as many as I can off. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're probably both at that age. Yeah, I yes, I know. I'm like, well, maybe I won't go on a safari ever. <laughs> you know, maybe I right. will never get to India, but Australia, I don't know. Sounds great, but <laughs> probably not for awesome. me. Yeah, what uh, what's something you've like resigned yourself to maybe not achieving that you wish you could, or somewhere you wanted to go, or something? Like, what, uh, did, you, well, what did you scratch from the bucket list? So. I think I could I could best answer by telling you what's on my bucket list. Okay, let's do that. Uh, so my bucket list includes uh, being the first classical musician to say I've done a recital on all seven continents. Ooh. Left is Australia and Antarctica and Africa, and I've gotten invitations from Africa and Australia because I was on another interview and I said this, and they're like, "We'd love to have you here." Oh my so gosh! Look at that's that. That's gonna happen. Uh, I want to win a Grammy one day, so I have this idea to create a a yoga CD because I think low tones would be just great for any yoga studio to, to have those vibrations. Uh, and the ultimate, which you've read in my book is that I want to create my raw tuba ranch, which is now kind of morphing into, you know, a place where people can come 24 seven, have beer and chili, but the city of Albuquerque acknowledged me and we're thinking about having a music and art school. It'll be my residence too. And so trying to put all the pieces together. But those are the top three things on my bucket list. I guess if I if I had to answer the question of what's on my bucket list that I think I won't be able to do is that <laughs> my ultimate goal in life is infinite and it's not going to have a completion. You know, when I write on a piece of paper, what do I want most in life? The two things I want most is to be a monumental figure in classical music and to inspire hope. And what I realized is that is that those things are ongoing. I could always do something more in the classical field. And inspiring hope is something that's infinite. So maybe it, it will happen after I'm gone. I used to think the only thing that would stop me from being successful in life is death. I no longer believe that because I think if you leave the correct legacy, you'll still have a life after death. And I hope I can accomplish that. Wow. That's a serious goal. <laughs> yeah, I think big. it's essential. Think, you know, immortality, think, really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds good to me too. Uh, I'll take that. Wow. Well, you know, by that's the cool thing I think about books, like books like yours. You spill your story, you inspire, and then each time. You, you like you leave it behind and then that's it. Like that's exactly what you're talking about. Like books are the yes. are the the like tangible proof of of immortality and that your words and thoughts oh, yeah. will live on. So there you go. You yes. already did it. We we have to start thinking collaboratively in our world. Like, you know, I always say if it was up to me, I would sit on the couch every day, eat donuts and play my Nintendo Switch and be just happy. But I want to offer the world my very best. I don't want to deprive the world of the best version of me. I don't want to deprive you of the best version of me. I don't want you to deprive me of the best version of you. When, and I, I, I just met you. I don't think right? you're getting the best version of me today. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> sorry. I'm blowing my nose every two seconds. But you know, yeah. but cum- my, heart, cumul- my heart's in the right place. <laughs> cumulative, cumulatively, if we always put our best efforts forward, 
then that has to equal something magnificent. You know, and sometimes best effort is, hey, all I got is 70% today. But if that's your very best, that is awesome because we have this conception, oh, I'm going to win, I'm going to win. We have to remember the goal is never to win. The goal is always to do your best and winning is a byproduct of doing your best. Yes, that's true. You know, so you're doing your best today. Oh, thank you. You too. You too. Thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> um, tell me also about, I saw on your website, the uh, film version as well, the Raw Tuba. Uh, tell me all about that with early light media and everything, part of the Invisible Threat. Oh, wow. It's it's amazing. And right now there's all kinds of confusion. So if the listeners are listening, if you go search Raw Tuba, which is the title of the initial film, it's not going to come up. It's on Magnolia as of January 5th, but it's called Hot. I'm Richard Antoine White. It's part of their high series. And the way this came about, uh, they were making a film about the arts and how the arts are underpublished and that, you know, uh, underfunded and we should give to the arts. And someone at the Baltimore School for the Arts, because they were connected to the Mountain Film, which is a big film festival, said, hey, you really ought to talk about Richard, to talk to Richard White. So they called me up. Uh, hoping that they would have like a 10 minute conversation. We had a 45 minute conversation. They said, we don't know what's going on, but we're pretty sure you just changed our mind. We're going to do a movie about you now. We'll call you back. Amazing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? And so we ventured out, you know, uh, they came to Albuquerque. I went to Baltimore, lots of weeks in the making. I had no idea how much time goes into 10 seconds of a film when you see it. It's actually, actually incredible. Uh, they made the film and the rest is history. Now it's touching so many people. My ultimate hope is that the film and book will be part of school curriculums. There hopefully is a young readers edition coming. And I just got an email today saying, hey, how about a picture book? So I think that's a great idea. Maybe we'll have a remake of of Tubby the Tuba, but it'll be Raw Tuba, Tubby the Tuba. I love that. Yeah, that's perfect. No, it's perfect. I mean, it's already so visual, right? You can take these cover characters and you should, it should actually be animated, right? What do you think about the cover, by the way? Because it was a big decision to pick the covers. I th- what do you think about the cover? I think oh, it's I cool. love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I think um, it's remnants of, of Keith Haring. Yes, it does remind me of Keith Haring. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, no, I think, uh, yeah, you could do like a whole little, you could do a whole thing with those characters. Oh, I, I see your mind working over there. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is working. I'm envisioning the whole thing. Um, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. There's so much potential. Mm-hmm. Um so here's what I always wonder, like, what if, and this is going to sound ridiculous, like, I've never tried to play the tuba. What if I was the best tuba player in the world and I never even knew it? Like, how do you make sure you find the thing that, like, is going to distinguish you in the world? Like, you and tuba, like, how do you know? How, like, how did you know? How do you know going forward? Like, where does that, where do these skills come from? Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, how yeah do you- I understand what you're saying. I think without sounding too, you know, romantic, it was meant to be. There was no other option. Uh-huh. I got lucky. I found what I was supposed to do. I found my voice. I found a relationship with an instrument that was me. There was no other choice. And I think when you're presented with those situations in life, you really get to shine and and be the best that you can be because it's all you got. You're all in, you know? And I, and I really think that, uh, the, the, Tuba found me. I didn't necessarily. I knew you were going to say that. I knew it. I knew it. It was coming. <laughs> you know, I, so I knew it you were going to say that Tuba found me. Okay, so I shouldn't even have asked. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. And you know, the, 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 I know that's a cliche statement, but the amazing no. thing about this is that the Tuba and me share so many similarities. You know, I'm six five. You know, three hundred thirty pounds. Could have been a football player. Tuba's the biggest instrument in the brass. Low, boom, 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 boom. You know, often the butt of jokes, uh, often the underdog. Boy, talk about an instrument that represents my life. You, you couldn't pick another one. Wow, <laughs> that would be a fun uh, thing. If you're developing a website, like, well, I love your website by the way, but if you did like a whole quiz on the site, like. Well, actually, this probably isn't brand aligned with you, but like, how do people figure out what instruments they are? Like how oh. you have that story, like you're the tuba and then I could go on your site and like figure out like, well, maybe I'm oh, like, a, maybe I'm not. You're giving me lots of ideas. You know, I, I should probably write more. I used to write every day and post on Facebook and then I transfer them to something on my site called Raw Wisdom. And it's just my yep. thoughts about <laughs> topics from A to Z, yep. you know, uh, wake up and, and, and it's weird because I should go back and fix some of the writing, but I'll wake up at like 3 a.m. and say, hey, I'm going to write. How that happens, I don't know. Do you, do you ever do that? <laughs> I don't like- do it. At, I don't do it at three in the morning, mm-hmm. but um, but because I like force myself usually to stay in bed at least till okay. four. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'll do it. At, no, I. Uh, but yes, I do that all the time. The other day I was in the middle of something. I shouldn't even admit what I was doing. I was like doing mm-hmm. a publicly facing something or other. And on the side, I wrote a whole article. <laughs> oh, I was like, wow. I, was like I have so to write amazing. this. I was like, I have to write this right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to like half pay attention, but I'm also going to half write and you know, whatever. So I, yeah, I, I call have, those, I call <laughs> those zero hours. If you get up before six, those zero hours, because nothing's going on. And if you can do something simultaneously, especially in this hybrid world we live in now yep. with normal and virtual, 
Uh, you you capitalized on what I call zero hours. So congratulations. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, I think that those musings of yours, though, that come at the it's a it's an unguarded moment, right? It's like exactly it's a direct line um, with no filters into the soul. Essentially, is what it is. So um, sometimes it takes all the other things in life to be stripped away a little bit to access it. But then when you get those clear, it's like the clouds parting when you're, yes. you know, when there's an airplane. All of a sudden, you can like see the beautiful ground, and you're like, oh wow, I better look right now. It's oh, the same I, thing. I, I couldn't agree more. I think more people should embrace the point of exhaustion. I think we're all afraid to get to the point of exhaustion because we think that's where it ends or we stop. But the point of exhaustion is where new beginnings happen. If you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. When you reach the point of exhaustion, it's a new day and you're going to learn something that you previously didn't know that will allow you to elevate in new ways. Wow. Very cool. Well, I mean, in addition to the tuba, which obviously you are in every way uniquely suited to be attached <laughs> yes, to. Yes. Um, your voice itself is so distinctive and, um, you know, rich, like sonorous. Oh, wow. I don't know what the words are, but anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like you should do, and not that you haven't been doing enough, but like, I don't know if you ever thought about, I should stop giving you ideas. You have plenty to do. It's not like <laughs> no, you need I, help. I'm I, sorry. I, I, love, I don't know I what's gotten into me. It's, it's really awesome, but I've gotten several emails saying that I should do voiceovers. You should. Uh, from, from other authors. I was like, hey, dude, I heard your audio book and I'm just going to throw this out there. I haven't entertained it yet, but uh, maybe there's a future there. I, I, Something. I'm, I'm yeah. still trying to figure out. I'll have more time now because I just made full professor. Ooh. So that means... I get to say no to a few things at school. <laughs> Still yeah, have yeah. to work, but I think when you reach the full professor size, you can say no to a, a couple things and, and they'll still like you. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You're like James Earl Jones version 2.0. <laughs> yes. Um, with the professorship and stu- and like student interaction, like tell me about like, tell me about someone's life that you saw that you affected profoundly and like what that felt like. Oh, I mean, like in the book, I think regardless of what I do, I don't think anything will trump what I feel is my greatest accomplishment. And that is that I am a teacher and every day I get to go to work and make a difference in a kid's life because that's what someone did for me. It is my greatest accomplishment by far. I can see. So in a moment of transparency, I think we have a problem in our country. We're we're willing to give help, but we'll distribute help at level five. And if you don't achieve or you're not successful at level five, then you're not applying yourself or you you must be lazy. And we all have different strengths and weaknesses. So maybe this person needs level six or level seven help for them to thrive. And that's what I've seen in my teaching. I've come in and students were like, oh, man, I'm going to drop out. It's taking me seven years to finish this undergrad degree. And, you know, I really don't have support. It's really hard. And I give them that extra help and see them thrive. And one day I went to a student. I said, hey, let me let me tell you something. Come come close. Same thing I said to a friend of mine in, in a different way. But I said. You know what? Whether you graduate in four years or seven years, when you walk across the stage, your degree gonna say the same thing as the person that graduated in four years. Yeah. <laughs> and the students' eyeballs would up and say, "Oh my gosh, you're right!" And so they finished, and now they're pillars in our education uh, community here in Albuquerque. And it's more than one that wow. took you know multiple years to graduate. And I think 
what we have to do as educators and people is to actually meet people where they are. We're not honest about the level of labeling and stereotyping we put on people. It's it's out of control, actually. You know, but if we're honest about that and we can fix that, then we're allowed to meet students where they are. What does that mean? That means that as an educator, you have to find something that you absolutely love about every student. And that will give you the endurance to go beyond. And that will help you both elevate because the student gets to see, to be successful, and you get to sit back and watch the student successful. And as an educator, you never take credit for a student's success because if they're successful, it's because they did the work. All you want to do is just nudge them in the right way. I love that. You know? That's so great. Um, have you crossed paths yet with Brendan, Brendan Slocum? Why, did, why does that name sound familiar? Oh my gosh, you guys have to talk. Um, <laughs> He wrote a novel called The Violin Conspiracy, and it's fiction, but he is also, he's a, the symphony is a violinist, um, Uh, and has, in his novel, which is loosely based on parts of his life, tracks his journey being, you know, a black teenager renting the violin, mm -hmm. you know, his whole journey, and the the novel goes off and talks about, like, it has a, you know, more of a thriller aspect to it, but... But I think both of you, you know, you're both referencing the same percentage of how there's, you know, less than 3%. He had said 1.7% of performers and symphonies were black, which yes. I won't, you know, whatever the percentage is, it's dismally low, of course, and right. ridiculous. So um, anyway, I feel like you have so much in common from different sides of the stage. So well, I'll definitely reach out and read his book. Thank you for, for the tip. Uh, what do you like to read? So uh, I like a lot of self-help books. One of my routines every day is to look up quotes, obviously, because I'm a motivational speaker now. I really like to read a lot of quotes. And uh, in my spare time, if I'm not reading or playing tuba, my my guilty pleasure is playing Pokemon Go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Pokemon Go player. So any self-help books, though, I really like to to read, you know, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. You know, Tim Ferriss, The 4-Hour Work Week. Those are my type books. Love it. Awesome. And I bet you'll add your own to the mix at some point. Well, I hope so. I, you know, I, I do. I want my book to be like, there's a, a famous music book that's often rec- recommended when students have trouble. It's called A Soprano on Our Head. You know, uh, I'm drawing a blank with the author right now, but I hope my book becomes that book where teachers go, hey, read this, read this. You know, I, the publishing business is crazy. It's a slow grind, but I'm, I'm trying to inspire hope as best I can. So I really appreciate you having me on to tell this story, because ultimately that's what I want people to understand, whether you're at an advantage or disadvantage. I want people to know that you can do it. And I want everyone to recognize that great people aren't born great. They grow great. And as a community, we have to see that greatness and help it grow. Great people aren't born great. They grow great. That's awesome. I love it. I'm inspired already. (laughs) Um, Well, Richard, oh wait, last question. What advice would you have for aspiring authors? Ah, wow. Aspiring us. I would say follow your heart. Uh, when I would say follow your heart and my advice to inspire authors would be think 
in spite of instead of because of. Oftentimes we hear, because of this, I can't do that. Because of this, I don't have the funding or this. But think in spite of not having the the funding, in spite of all these roadblocks in front of me, I'm going to show you that I can do it. And outside of that, my message to anyone listening and just humans in general, my message is always there are thousands of problems in the world, but 99% of them can be solved if we were just kind to one another. So be kind. I love that. I'm all about that. I, I talked to some. I talked to a woman the other day in London, and she said uh, above her desk there's a big sign that says "Work hard and be kind." Yes. And I was like, "That's it. That's all. That's <laughs> it right that. there." Right? I love it. Yeah. So my 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 message to inspiring authors: think in spite of instead of because of, because sometimes because of has a negative connotation to it. But in spite of means I'm just going to show you. I'm just going to do it. I love yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it was great to meet you, Richard. So yes. My so awesome. State, and I'm excited to see all the things you have up your sleeve uh, and yes. coming out in the future. So and feel free to email me with all these amazing brainstorming ideas. Okay. I'm there sorry. A, col- a collaboration here. I appreciate <laughs> That's you. Great. Yeah. Email me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Zibby Owens and at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Also sign up for my newsletter at ZibbyOwens.com and sign up for my virtual book club and meet lots of authors on Zoom every other week. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. 